It's your girl, Miss Ruby V, and this is the Boom Bap Hour Uncut. We have a very special guest here on the Ruby V Exclusive, Pop the Brown Hornet, part of the GP Woo. So, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling great. Thanks for asking. Beautiful. Blessed to be alive. Yourself? I am doing wonderful and so glad to have you as a guest on our show. Um, so we want to actually, I know that you have some new um, work coming out um, and also talk about your legendary history with the GP, GP Blue as well, okay? Yeah, no problem. I mean, well, currently I have a project out with Forming Mandela that's available on all, all major platforms. Um, so, you know, just add me to your playlist if you like traditional classic hip-hop. Um, I've been doing it for a while. I've been on a little hiatus. So, but I'm back with the new project for Mandela. Uh, like you mentioned, I was part of GP Rule, which has the history coming out of Staten Island. has a big, big, long history. So, um... Four members download records, June Love, all the rubber bands, and myself. Uh, we was also doing songs with Shaheem and Rugged Child, who was part of the GP family. Um, right. So, yeah. Cool. Well, that is so dope. We're definitely going to talk about you know some more about that as well. Um, so, um, basically, do you still uh, all come together and uh, keep in touch with the GP Wu? Well, GP Wu. We don't keep in, in touch as far as all members. I haven't, well, we do talk to each other, but not on a consistent, regular basis. Um, okay. I haven't really heard from rubber bands, but as far as everybody, as far as everybody else, we've been in contact. You know, we've been talking about trying to do some new music and stuff of that nature. But we all live in different states now, so the GP Rule was like during the 90s, and this is 20 years later, so. Right. Individuals had to live their own life and things of that nature. Unfortunately, we were in a big enough blast off to be on some of these hip hop shows and stuff of that nature. But to bring back the relevancy, maybe the fans out there would be intrigued of the music just to come back as a group. But right now, you know, individually, we're doing what we do. Definitely. Well, that's what happens. You know, life just happens, right? So. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yes, exactly. Right. So, you uh, grew up in Staten Island. What was it like growing up there? With Staten Island being like the fifth borough, the baby borough out of the five boroughs, you know, all the other boroughs, all the other boroughs of New York City really have their identity. But Staten Island wasn't, didn't really have its identity, so therefore it felt like it was, um, you know, brand new to New York City, even though, like I said, it's one of the fifth boroughs. It's not a borough that's really frequently visited. So, I think as a child, as you know, as a, as a youngster, I did go out and we ventured to the other boroughs really to to to, to have fun. So, Staten Island, I would really consider one of the the, the best boroughs to raise a family because it's more slow paced than the other boroughs of, of New York City. Okay, okay. Well, sounds like a really nice place to grow up, too. Um, and basically, you know, you've been known for 
uh, notable songs and projects like The Underground Emperor. And, um, you know, just going back to your current release, Foreman Mandela. Um, so this is your second solo project. So tell us about the inspiration behind that project. Well, the inspiration behind the project is definitely, you know, you live through everyday struggles in life. And, and then those everyday struggles in life, you don't want to live with any, you don't, you don't want to live with any regrets. So, some of the inspiration was, you know, coming from my mom, and she was going through trials and tribulations where she was able to get through it or whatever the case may be. But she always said, you know, don't, don't live your life with any regrets. So, being removed from the music for so long but still having a craving and a, and a love for it due to the fact that it's, I've seen the state that it's in now. I said, you know what, let me jump back into the arena. So Foreman Mandela, um, the title track was inspired by George Foreman and Nelson Mandela. What I did was grab both of their last names and combine them together. Um, Foreman, heavyweight boxer, you know, he was once quoted for saying it took him 20 years to get up after Ali knocked him down. Right, right. You know, but he still came back after those 20 years, became one of the uh, the, the oldest heavyweight to win the bell, George Foreman Grill. He reinvented <laughs> himself. He didn't let time defeat him. You know, he still stayed his course. Um, same with Foreman Mandela being locked up for over 26 years, still coming out and being the president in parts of Africa, Nobel Peace Prize, very intellectual. So... He didn't let time defeat him as well. He stayed his course, and and so I I embodied I embodied that by stating you know it's almost 20 years since I dropped my own solo album, and I wanted to re you know come back. So I came back as Foreman Mandela, letting the people know that you know a heavyweight lyricist is coming with some intelligent lyricism. So I combined both the names Foreman Mandela to come up with the title. Wow, that was really creative. I think that a lot of people are going to resonate with that too. Yeah, well, you know, at the same time, there's a lot of people that go through trials and tribulations. They have to live life, but they have big goals, dreams, and ambitions. So it's just like, say, you know, never give up on your dreams and ambitions. They might not come when you want them to, but they'll be right on time, especially if you stay focused and be the last one to believe in yourself. Right, right, definitely. Well, uh, you know, some, a lot of people have said that you are, you know, more of a conscious rapper, but you're able to flip the, flip the flow to keep relevant without losing your authenticity. So how important would you say it is to always stay true to your craft in an ever-changing industry? Oh, that's very vital. I mean, when you grow up, I grew up with, you know, parents that played, especially my mother, you know, playing artists that had their own identity. So when you take when you take the old classic R&Bs and Teddy Pendergrass and the Marvel games, you know, whether you take the Princes or the Michaels, the Diana Ross, Diana Summers, all of these people were great musicians, but they had their own identity and style. There was time where these people met together, you know, and made classic songs. I was thinking, you know, you have Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson, Ebony and Ivory and stuff of that nature. But then when hip-hop came, yeah, the golden era was always about originality. So I would tell, you know, it was very... With me, I, I want to stay true to the form of the music that I make and, and have diversity. I never want to make an album that just sounds like one track. So I can make a song. I can make... 
okay, let's get to get off the phone. I can make a song. I can make a song that could be conscious, but I also want to be able to make a song that's a party song. I might want to make a song that's just lit, uh, releasing lyrical content. So I do want to be diverse as far as that's concerned. But. Right, right. I think that's important. Originality is definitely something that, you know, some people think lacking today. So that we can definitely appreciate that <laughs> aspect for sure. And, um, you know, I actually, you know, like to ask this to, you know, anyone that we interview. What does hip hop mean to you, and why do you just basically why did you fall in love with hip hop in the beginning? Well, hip hop, hip hop to me, it was like when you know, like for me as a child and growing up as a kid, Ryan Ryan was like the first love. It was my first form of really ex- releasing my expression in the way I, the way I felt. You know, so that's what hip hop was to me when I when I received it from other artists that I may have heard on the radio, and then I sat down with a pen and a pad and found that I had a gift for and putting words together. Um, it was something that I wanted to indulge in even more because I was able to express myself through words when sometimes you aren't being heard through the vocals. So putting rhymes together, putting rhymes together, and being able to have other people identify with what you're going through and being able to relate, I always thought was a gift. And then being able to perform it and feeling the electricity from the crowd, I thought was a gift. So that's what got me into hip hop and I love it quite the same from the artists the run DMC and all of that. It just it just touched the soul at that time when hip hop first came out, it was just so soul touching to me for, for the music. Right, right. Definitely can uh, resonate with that. You know, so um, it's just so great that you're able to do it. You know, in a profession, something that you love. You know, something that you live. So that's really awesome. Yeah, definitely something that was just a fad and being able to to like to make it to make it a profession to make it to make it something that you hopefully can touch other people and change somebody's life. With certain songs, like I said, I had songs Black on Black Crime, uh, one of my new songs that I had, Straighten It Out, something to touch on topics that people live every day that might not be always the best situation, but if you have an artist that might touch on something that you're going through that you can relate to, it brings me closer to certain people, you know, just around the states and around the world. Right, right, right. Well, that's really dope. And um, do you have anything that's coming up for you? With, with like, of course, like we're kind of closing out 2019 and going into 2020. <laughs> uh, what's next for you? Like, basically, over the, the next year, what's what's next on your horizon? Well, for me right now, uh, for the whole 2019, it's really going to be uh, forming Mandela. I'll be, I'll be doing a few more videos, more for the album. I plan on doing a remix to a couple of the songs, and um, hopefully I have some, some you know, veteran hip hoppers on it, just to just to bring a collaboration together of um, lyricists that I feel that are from New York that might be underrated. So definitely collaborations in 2020. God willing, I'll be having another project just to keep the ball and the steam rolling off what I've created for the last two years. Okay, okay. 
Well, cool. That's definitely be looking out for all of that. And, um, you know, is there anybody you'd like to give a shout out to? Let us know about like how to find you on social media and how can we find your music? Okay, yeah, social media, you can definitely reach me on Instagram under Pop the Brown Bomber. That's Pop the Brown Bomber on Instagram. Uh, when you see any login, there'll be a Pop the Brown on it as well. You'll be able to read, but Pop the Brown Bomber on Instagram. Facebook, Pop the Brown on it. Twitter, on Pop the Brown on it. Uh, you can get my music right now, Forming Mandela on all digital platforms, added to your playlist. I did an album ago about two years ago with King Just from out of Park Hill called The Best of Both Hoods, The Emperor and the King. That's also available on major platforms. You could add that to your playlist as well. And, um, yeah, that about clarifies it. I'd like to give a shout out to where I'm from, Stapleton. Give a shout out to, uh, Black Diva Management, my man Youssef, Scream Out MJ for making the connection. Please to my man at the Ryan Show. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, that's really dope. And um, we also would even love for you to come down to the Boom Bap Hour Uncut, uh, basically live in the studio. We would love to always extend the invitation for that to have you as a in-person guest. Uh, okay, well, that would be sweet. We're you guys in Georgia, no? We are. We are in Augusta, Georgia, the home of James Brown. <laughs> okay, well, listen, if I'm ever in the area, hopefully I can give you a heads up ahead of time and say I'm I'm in the area, and it would be a pleasure to come visit you live in stereo. Cool, cool. Well, that's yeah. definitely a plan. Or should I say living color? Definitely. <laughs> Okay, okay. There you go. A living color. I like that too. <laughs> cool. Well, we enjoyed so much having you on the Boom Bap Hour Uncut. Thank you so much for being our guest. We're going to play um, some music um, from your latest project, uh, Forming Mandela. And, you know, we only have um, Boom Bap and classic hip hop at its finest. So we definitely so glad to have you today. Oh, well, definitely. Uh that I'm, I'm, it's a pleasure to be on thanks for having me um, and thanks for helping me spread the word about my new project Forming Mandela thanks for playing it and I hope to be hearing from you guys soon you certainly will and uh, y'all heard it here on the Ruby B exclusive uh, don't go anywhere keep a lock this is the Boom Bap Hour Uncut
Oh! <laughs>